0: You're listening to the Uncensored Direct Marketing Show. This show is designed for direct response marketers who want raw, unfiltered conversion tips and secrets to scale their offers profitably to reach their next million. I'm Maria Sparagas. I'm the founder of Direct Paynet and your host. Now let's dive in. If you are a merchant and you sell anything online to consumers, then you have been planning your holiday sales specials, likely since the summer, as most online merchants do. So come Thanksgiving and Christmas, this is a very high sales season for most B2C merchants and businesses. Today, I want to talk to you a little bit about what you can do to maximize your sales during this time, as well as ensure that you don't suffer a lot of the losses during Q1 that you know returns and chargebacks can cause at direct paynet we have thousands of merchants that run 7 or 8 figures, uh, sales per year. And we work with our merchants to ensure that not only do they get the high revenue numbers, but that they also ensure that they keep those revenue numbers. So I will give you a couple of tips and things that I see some of our most successful merchants do to ensure that they have great holiday seasons and that their profits stay in their pockets. Now, I know there's a lot of talk on recession and that consumer spending is down and so forth, but consumers still have money to spend. There is always opportunity. And most businesses that thrive actually do that because they they gain market share during Uh, inflationary periods and recessions and so on and so forth. So while everybody's tightening up their wallets and not spending on ads, this is when it is a good time for you to be spending on ads and and trying to get more customers and so forth, because consumers will always be spending during the holidays. It's a matter of, um, you know, where are they going to spend those dollars? So uh, make sure that you have some enticing offers. Make sure that, you know, you offer these maybe for a longer period of time, for example, Cyber Monday extended to Cyber Tuesday and Cyber Wednesday. So just kind of elongate your sales period so more customers can come to you. You don't want to make it, you know, endless promotions, but you may want to do it for, instead of 24 hours, 72, you know, uh, 72 hours or a week or so, depending on what you're selling. Um, Another tip that I see, and a lot of merchants that we work with, as I mentioned, they 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 employ these strategies so they can increase their sales but one thing that happens often during the holidays is bundles so you want to try to if you have different types of products you want to create bundles for your products meaning product a product b product c all in one bundle or if you have one product you want to sell multiple of them because sometimes people will be buying this and they can gift it out also what you want to do is make sure you give ideas to your customers of how they can use your product how they can gift your product if it's a stocking stuffer um, if it's something that you know, as a gag gift that you can give to a lot of people. So you want to, Kind of change your marketing around a little bit to give your consumer and suggest what they can use your product for. So that is very, very important. And bundles can also be very useful uh, in selling multi products in one sale. So really driving up your average order value. Um, and again, don't be afraid of the recession. Um, there is money to spend and there's a lot of people that are still looking for deals and things to buy money on, uh, to spend their money on, I should say. Now, Now, um, a couple of things, you know, that that I see very often is that, you know, a lot of merchants have these like really great Q4 sales season, they're selling their bundles, they're spending money on ads, even though, as I said, you know, some people are are tightening their belts right now. Um, you want to make sure that you have the right measures in place now so you don't suffer the losses of Q1. So let me walk you through a few things that you should be doing right now because you have to worry about these things now, not in January. Um, you know, we see merchants that have record Q4s and then have these huge losses during q1 that almost negate all the extra sales that they made during q4 so a few things um, you know, consider adding fraud filters or phone verifications for large orders. So this is, you know, the Q4 in the holiday season is when fraud is rampant. So you want to try to ensure that you clamp down on any fraudulent orders because you're going to get the sale now and then 45 to 60 days later, that's going to be clawed back if it's a chargeback or if it's a bad card and so forth. So if you get any order that's in, you know, the top 5% of your orders in terms of amount dollar amount then you might want to do that depending on how many orders you get per day you may say you know the top 10 percent you know, over X amount of dollars, we will do a phone verification or, you know, a text verification or anything that you can do to kind of just reinforce that this person is the person who he is and is buying the product. And if you can't do that because you have a large amount of orders, what you can do is you can add some fraud filters, your payment gateway, uh, and there's also external vendors like Count. That's K-O-U-N-T and other types of services where you can, you know, block people who are coming from a VPN or block people who are ordering um, products in an IP that doesn't make sense, depending on what their credit card is. There's there's very a lot of different things that you can do to block or score a transaction um, in order to to ensure that you feel confident that this is a a good order. Uh, And again, if you just want to go basic, your payment gateway has tools in there and most merchants don't pay attention so if you're using authorized.net if you're using nmi those are the two big ones you know you just go in there and you can turn on a couple of things like maximum dollar amount per order or maximum number of times a card can be used number of times uh, somebody can order from the same ip and so on and so forth so you know use these um all the time, but especially if you haven't turned anything on, you wanna turn these on during the holiday season to avoid any losses. Now, the other thing I'm gonna say is you wanna test everything right now. So you wanna test everything before your promotions go online, before you start spending the big bucks on ad dollars, and before you start shipping large quantities of products. So when I say test everything, you wanna test your, your fulfillment. So your fulfillment is something that works, you set it up, everything's good, but it's rare that I hear merchants test their fulfillment, you know, a year, two years down the line, three years and so forth. So right before the holiday season, that is the perfect time for you to test your fulfillment because there's a large amount of packages. There's a lot of mail going out. So you want to make sure that the delays are, you know, what you're quoting your clients. You want to make sure that it's arriving well that the packages are not getting destroyed you you want to make sure everything that you want in your package is there any inserts any any extras any um you know bubble wrap or anything like that so you want to test it you want to test a couple of orders let's say you just ship to the u.s you want to test in the four corners of the u.s in any region maybe that's remote so you can really get a good handle on um you know how your product is being shipped and how long it takes if you do ship outside of the u.s if you ship to europe or whatever it is, this is even more important because a lot of merchants during the holiday season start sending a lot of packages outside of their domestic area. And for example, you're shipping something from the US to the UK and it takes three weeks. You know, somebody gets their credit card statement, sees a charge for a product they haven't received. That is a very big indication that they may charge back or they may call and complain. So make sure you, you test your shipping, you test your fulfillment, you make sure that you have random people testing now it's very simple what you can do is if you don't have people in these regions to test for you friends or family you can go on fiverr and you can pay somebody 10 bucks and tell them look order this product i'll refund it to you and just kind of document when you ordered it what happened and so forth and and you know you'll get tons of people who can do that for you in in various regions now another thing that you can do is your descriptors um, test them so make sure that when you um have people test your 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 product, you ask you ask them to take a screenshot of what their transaction looks like on their credit card does the descriptor actually look like it's coming from you is if you have a phone number on that descriptor, is that the correct phone number? Is that phone number active? Does somebody answer in a reasonable amount of time? So um, this is just, like I said, a minor detail, but your credit card descriptor, if customers order and they get their credit card statement and they don't know what it is, odds are they're calling their bank and they may initiate a chargeback. So you wanna avoid that. So test all your descriptors. If you have multiple merchant accounts or multiple payment providers, you wanna test all of them just to make sure everything's on the up and up if you have urls that are spelled out as the descriptor that the url is correct and it actually goes to a website that can give them some information um talking about testing uh you know your descriptors and making sure your customers can can reach out to you you want to test your customer support so if you have phone support how long does it take for somebody to answer does it take five minutes, 10 minutes, what is an acceptable amount of time? Is your number accessible from outside of the US if you're shipping outside the US? So a lot of US merchants have a 1-800 number. Well, that 1-800 number is sometimes not accessible most of the time from anywhere overseas. So you want to have a local number as well if you're shipping outside of the US. Um, If you have email support You know, test your your email support, send an email to support, see how long it takes to get to get back to you. What kind of response you're getting? Does it make sense? Is it canned responses that don't make sense? Because that's very frustrating for customers. Um, Another thing, you know, obviously, if you have during the holiday period, you know, an extra couple of hands, you may want to offer. Um, chatting support just because it's immediate, it's faster and a lot of customers seem to like it or text message support or uh, support on Twitter or social media and so forth. So you want to add as many of these, you know, support angles as possible, obviously making sure that you don't overwhelm your support department and it just takes that much longer for for customers to get a response. But, you know, something immediate is very important because some customers are just impatient. So if they don't want to send an email and wait three days, right? So you wanna make sure you have one avenue that somebody can actually get support as quickly as possible. Um, Now, once you test your fulfillment, your descriptors, your customer support, When you receive the packages or when your testers receive the package, test out the return process. How does somebody get their money back if they're unsatisfied, if the product is not what they they seem to have ordered or not what they expected? So test your returns policy, make sure that packages are received in an adequate amount of time back, make sure that whatever fees you need to charge for the return happen, and obviously make sure that you refund the customer and that they get their refund in a in a, an acceptable amount of time. So, you know, testing the whole fulfillment process really means literally from the transaction taking place, seeing what's on the credit card statement, getting the package, how is the package, how long did it take, um, any other information that needs to be in the package should be in there. Then testing your customer support, testing the returns and You know, globally, you want to be testing, you know, any software or member management that you have. So the processes, for example, if somebody orders and they cancel and they want a refund and you're using a specific software, CRM, uh, shopping cart, you know, Is that being recorded properly? Is it um, doing what it needs to do? Are customer support agents able to get access to what they need to get access to, to do their jobs, to make sure that their customers are getting what they need to get? So these are all things that you really need to, to clamp down and to make sure that, you know, it actually lines up with, you know, good customer service and good fulfillment and so forth, because, The number one thing that I see all the time is record sales, November and December, and then record losses in January and February. And it's really a shame, you know, if you up your uh, revenue by 20% and then you get 10 or 15% more refunds and chargebacks and so forth. Don't forget, every time you get a chargeback, there's also a fee. It could be 20, 25, $30 extra in addition to the lost sale in addition to the lost time if the the customer you know contacted support you know there's a lot of human resources involved hours and so forth so you want to minimize your losses you want to make sure that you know you're spending money on ads that you have a great offer and it's dialed in and you're offering bundles and you're really maximizing your average order value but then you're taking the steps now to to ensure that, you know, the the losses don't happen in January. And this is really the key time to do it. So I hope you enjoyed this episode and that you got something out of it. And please like, subscribe and share because I know a lot of merchants in this situation. And, you know, hindsight is 2020 in January. It's already going to be too late to put these practices in place. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh, Give me a like and don't forget to share with all your friends and contacts.